Welcome to the Baby Mama Club podcast. It's your girl, Baby Mama Lee, per usual, as always. And today's going to be another solo episode. I really don't have somebody with me today. We're just in like two different cities right now, you know what I mean? We're going to make it work because it's not that far. But we're going to make it work. We're going to get the band back together. But like, once I have something on my noggin, I have to talk about it or else I'm going to lose it. So I'm at work right now, literally at work, recording. Because I was like, this has been heavy on my brain. And then also, I just need to push out an episode. Like, we probably have dropped two episodes. And it's only been, like, what? I don't even think it's on a monthly basis. And I do want to get more consistent. So, Samaya, when you see this, don't get mad. Because it's not that the show must go on. It's like, on the show, I must go. You feel me? We're going to do another episode together soon. We just have to schedule it. That's all. Also, before we get into today's topic, I was thinking to myself, like, what if I started the podcast off with us doing something, like, consistent? Like, doing something that is consistent at the beginning of every podcast, something you can always expect. On a podcast, we're literally going to be talking about different subjects where you might have different people on, you know what I mean? So, I feel like it's important if you guys can come on here and expect at least one of the same things every time. So before I start, I just wanted to say something that I was grateful for. And I think we're going to start off each podcast with something that we're grateful for. I think that's, I think it's cool. I mean, we might get messy on this podcast. We might get ghetto. We might get ratchet. But I'm all about positivity at the end of the day. You know what I mean? A lot of people said that I'm really harsh, but I'm all about positivity. I think there's balance in anything. So as like a morning affirmation or slash whatever but I don't know. I don't know what it's called because, I mean, like, it is what it is. But we're going to talk about what I'm grateful for. So, like, fuck that. I'm grateful for opportunities. 2023 really beat me down. Really beat me down. It's nothing but the consequences of my own actions, though. You feel me? So, I don't really care. Like, I was only getting what I was putting out. And in 2023, I've been a horrible woman, bro. Horrible woman. Horrible woman. You know what I mean? But I'm grateful for opportunities because it was kind of hard for me to, like, hold on to the fact that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I feel like with all the new opportunities that I've been given, I'm so blessed. Like, I'm just so blessed, especially because I have been such a shithead this year. I'm super blessed. And it's no denying it. I'm, like, one of those people who, like... I just get so down in the dumps and I'm like, damn, like, why is this happening? Why is that? This year... I'm thankful for opportunities, and I'm thankful for growing, honestly, from all the poor decisions I made, everybody that I've been horrible to, every single horrible thing that I've done. I'm so grateful that, like, the universe has looked down on me and be like, this bitch still deserves something good. She's put in the work. She's aware of her mistakes and what she's done, and we're going to give her this because she stays consistent. I'm always thankful for opportunities, always, because I'm using them to the fullest of my advantage right now. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. Wherever I post this at, y'all just drop, I mean, what y'all are grateful for today. I would love that. You know what I mean? I love talking to people. That's why I have a podcast, Hello. I love talking to people, and I want you bitches to interact with me back. I want you guys to tell me what you're grateful for, your opinions. Like I said, if it don't apply, let it fly. Also, before we get started, make sure you follow me on all social media handles at Baby Mama Lee. With either two eyes or three, you feel me? <laughs> Hold 
Hold on. <laughs> I I didn't notice that it rhymed because it's so unintentional, but like it does rhyme. But no, follow me for real. I'm trying to. I'm not even in the hood. I'm just trying to be famous. I'm just trying to like level up. You feel me? So follow me on all social media handles. You feel me? I would appreciate that very, very much. As you can tell by the title, we're going to be talking about hoes. Hoe culture is going to be a very wholesome topic today. A very wholesome chat. You know what I mean? This episode is called The Art of Being a Hoe. My opinion on whores. And yeah, like I love, I love a hoe. I love a good hoe though. You know what I mean? I love a good hoe. As a retired whore myself, you know what I mean? Who else is to speak on this topic besides me? Who else? You know what I mean? We're going to get deep. I'm going to try not to be too harsh. But like I said, it's my opinion. So if it don't apply, let it fly. That's that on that. That's that on that. Okay. So yeah. I think the first type of hoe I want to talk about is young hoes. I was in the hoe clan for God's sakes. You know what I mean? In high school, I jumped off that porch and I let my wings fly and my legs spread. Lord knows I've learned a lot from it. You know what I mean? I think people say everybody has a hoe stage and I think that's cool and all. But like, I feel like if you're young, if you're under 18, if you're still in school, I don't think it's necessary. I, I kind of get my feelings hurt whenever I look at girls who were my age, you feel me, or like younger than me, even though I'm 20, and they have the spam accounts like we used to have, they're butt naked, they're twerking, you know what I mean, just fucking out of both pants legs. Even though I did it, I think I had to go through that because of unresolved issues that I had going on. I know we also have entered an era where whole culture is pushed more and more and more. You know what I mean? Whole culture still existed back in the day. Don't get me wrong. I mean, like, come on now. We had Freaknik. We had Trina. We had all of that. That's what I was raised on. I had a mother who was raised on that. But, like, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, now that we have social media, we have more access to see what that life is, like, really like. And it kind of hurts my feelings when I see people who are underage doing it. Like, I understand in high school, you know what I mean? Your hormones are popping up. Like, you're horny. You're like a dog in heat. And when they tell you once you start, you don't stop, I think that is very true. But that's why I think it's so important to have these conversations with girls that are younger. I think it's really important. Me, personally, I have a lot of childhood trauma. You know what I mean? I also have a mother who was uh, a she lived a certain type of lifestyle, you know what I mean? So, like, all these examples that I saw and all the things that I had went through kind of pushed me for male validation more and more and more. And I feel like it wasn't until I had met my good friend Alyssa who held on to her virginity, you know what I mean? Like, like really held on to it that I realized that even though I had all of those things going on, I should have thought about how it was going to affect me in the long run. We always call kids, like, fast. You know what I mean? She's fast. She's this. She's that. Black people have a really bad habit of saying that. Some girls are genuinely fucking earlier than others. But a lot of these girls are exposed to things that they shouldn't be exposed to. A lot of these men are being exposed to things that they shouldn't be exposed to. I don't know how many times. I think even my... 
I'm not going to put any more names on anything, but like I've even had people close to me tell me like, yeah, there were 14 getting they sucked by somebody who is 20, 23, 30. Like you're a victim, babe. You're a victim. A lot of these kids are victim and carrying around this trauma because we've swept it under the rug. So they grow up, they get their wings, their hormones starts kicking and we get our periods and then they don't know what else to do but to hunch. I think it's a lot of stuff that we need to talk about. I think, like, me as a parent, now that I have a child, if Rome was to act the way that I acted in high school, I'm not saying I would whip her because, you know what I mean, I don't want y'all to call CPS on me, but just know, belt to ass, bro. Belt to ass. Belt to ass. Belt to literal ass. I just hate it. You know what I mean? I hate seeing young girls act like that. Like, it just disgusts me. I used to think that shit was so cool, but like living in a small town that I live in, I feel like now that I'm a mother and my image is everything, the way I feel about myself is everything. I had no business fucking. I have no business having no niggas sneak through my window, me sneaking out to go hang out with niggas. I had no business crossing that bridge. I had no business doing a lot of things. My aunt, she was very strict, but once she got to, I don't know, she's a little bit older, but she's not that old. Once she got to a certain age it was kind of like she had no choice but to let us do what we were going to do but i should have took it upon myself to open up and try to speak with maybe a therapist you know what i mean and therapy i used to just go because i didn't have to go to class or i didn't have to go to school you feel me but like i feel like i should have took it upon myself to like filter what i was watching i should have took it upon myself to like really reach down inside of me and see how i felt after doing that after i would have that nigga sneak through my window you know i feel he leave like how do i feel i used to feel so empty i used to like text my homegirl like wow bitch like i didn't even have to do that you know what I mean? For God's sakes, I did not have to. I mean, I felt no enjoyment from this. I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel satisfied. I just want all young girls who are under 18 to know you're not even allowed to be a sexual being on social media. I mean, I can't control what you do in your house, in your room, whatever. But like, come on now, it's really more to life. And I feel like if I could go back in time, I probably wouldn't even be in a relationship if I was under 18. I mean, at that time, I should have been focusing on school. Like, I should have been focused on creating actual memories. But, like, when I look back on all my younger years, like, I just, like, can associate them with niggas. Like, oh, I was messing with this nigga this year, this person this year. It's more to life than a man. And I feel like that's something we really need to instill in young kids. Like, it's more to life than a man. These are not even men than boys, than dykes, whatever, whatever you like, whatever floats your blood. And even for boys, it's more to life than a bitch. Like, like I said, we're all hormone crazy and we just want to do it just to do it. We just want to be able to say that we did that. But like, I don't know. I just want people who are younger than, than me to know, like your image is everything. It's everything. And I cannot get back what I've already lost. There's some people who you ask them, hey, how do you feel about Italy? Oh, she's a hoe. She's this. She's that. There's some people who you'll ask them, like, oh, yeah, she's a good person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I never did it. Like, you feel me? Like I'm saying, my image is everything. I'm a mother. I don't want my child <laughs> to be friends with somebody or talk to somebody. They're like, oh, yeah, my daddy cracked that. You know what I mean? Like, oh. You're messy. You're messy because, like, come on now. Don't do that. Don't do that. Your image is everything. Your mom isn't tripping. Your dad isn't tripping. I used to think my auntie was tripping when I was 16. I was like, I just want to go to one of the Pensacola uh, parties. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Bow a bad bitch ended up pregnant not even a year later. Like, 
just because I was fighting against authority so bad. Like, these are people and women who have already went through all of these things. And I'm just sitting here like, no, she tripping. It's not going to happen. Um, no, it did happen. And it happened fast. It happened fast. You know what I mean? So, all I have to say to you young hoes is, one, you're not even allowed to hoe. You know what I mean? You go on social media shaking your ass, bitch. Like, you know, butt ass naked. Like, come on. Have some fucking cooth. Have some cooth. Listen to your mom. Listen to your mom. Because I'm telling you, it took me having a baby to realize everything my auntie, my mom, and my sister, all of them were saying was 100% true. Stop planning to see that nigga in your window. Stop doing it. Like, there's no reason for you to be a young hoe. I understand if you have childhood trauma that you don't feel comfortable talking to anybody about. That is cool. I understand. Not everybody is comfortable. I'm still not comfortable speaking on things that I've been through. You feel me? Whether it's trauma or it's just something that happened the other day. Like, you feel me? But I would just say it's more to life. It's more to life. If I could have took a break from focusing on feelings and sex and all of that when I was younger, I feel like I'd be a lot farther ahead now in my life. Of course, I'm not regretful for anything. It has made me the person I am today. But, like I said, if you're under 18, you shouldn't be hoeing anyways. You shouldn't be hoeing. Now, I get smoking a bleasy. You know what I mean? Experiment with that. But experimenting with dicks, doing dicks, come on. Not even to be vulgar. Just don't do it. Like, don't do it. AIDS is real. Not even to scare you guys. AIDS is real. Herpes is real. Chlamydia is real. Pregnancy is real. And I promise you... It's like a rare chance that you'll get pregnant when you're when you're young and you have the baby daddy that you would like. Because you guys are both still in high school. You both still have lives to live. You have a life to live outside of a significant other. You shouldn't even know what's significant about an other. I... <laughs> okay, okay. Whatever, bitch. We're going to move on to the next topic, though. That was just for the young hoes. I still fuck with y'all, though. You know what I mean? I fuck with y'all, but come on now. Let's get fucking for real. Like, let's get for real about certain things. You feel me? Listen to your mom. Now we're going to be talking about my favorite type of hoes. And I call these the purposeful hoes. And that includes sex workers, escorts, sugar babies, sugar daddies. I love a hoe with a purpose. I really do. Because it's a lot of bitches who just hoe for no reason. Imagine leaving home with a dry wallet and a wet ass. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. And I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say. If you are fucking with a purpose, if you're fucking to keep them lights on, babe, I support you 100%. I, I support you. I'll promote you even. I love a purposeful hoe. I really do. There's a lot of women and a lot of men too that I know who just fuck just to fuck. Like, I get it. But, like, why would you ruin your pussy for free? And I don't care what that sounds like. I'm not telling you guys to go prostitute. I'm not a prostitute. You feel me? And it doesn't have to be like a transaction. Like, oh, if you want to da-da-da-da, you got to pay da-da-da-da. It doesn't have to be like that. But at least get something out of it. At least be fulfilled in some sort of way. I think when I was younger in high school, you know, I was fucking with niggas that was, like, a little bit older. Like, maybe like a senior, you feel me, or had just graduated, and you know the niggas wasn't getting no money, it took me leaving Florida, going all the way to Virginia, you feel me, to me, grown niggas with grown money, and I'm not talking about 40, like, you know what I mean, whatever, I don't really care, take it how y'all want to take it, it took me, me and a nigga who was like, listen, he told me straight up, he was like, 
if you ask me for some money, I'm not going to be mad because I'm definitely going to ask you for some cat. I'm going to ask you for this. We was going places, going trips, you feel me, going out to eat. He was paying for this, hairs, nails. Like, he had never even met my daughter. Never even met my daughter a day in his life. And I was like, oh, I'm about to, he was like, what you doing? I'm about to go to the store for what? And I was like, oh, I got to go get this, that, and forth. Cash app. Come pick this money up. You feel me? Like I said, it doesn't have to be a transaction thing. Like, it doesn't have to be like, okay, like you got prices, send me your zip code. But I feel like if you're going to fuck, fuck with a purpose. That's why I commend sex workers. They have a hard life. I don't understand how you can sit there and fuck 20 niggas in one day. But like, you feel me? You just made 20 bands. Like, I get it. I get it to some extent. Like, that's an exaggeration. It probably doesn't go like that. But I'm just saying, I grew up with a mom who any man that she was messing with, like, it doesn't matter who, from my daddy to her few boyfriends after, they were always coming with something better than the last one came with. My dad funded my mom's whole life. And I'm not saying that's just off of them having sex. And I'm not saying that's just off of pussy. I don't think it's that. She took care of his kids. She took care of the home. You feel me? All of these things that she did, and he spoiled her. She never had to work. I think she had a job for one day. We went to go visit her at her job. She walked out with us. You feel me? After that, whenever my dad went to prison, she was fucking with a dentist. You know what I mean? Like, the cars, the this, the that. Her other boyfriend, cars, money, da-da-da-da-da. You feel me? Like, any man that she messed with, she always made sure that they were better than the last. Always. Always, and I feel like that's what being a purposeful hoe is about. And I don't even think it's necessarily hoism. It's just knowing your worth. It's just like I don't understand why you would lay down with a man or a woman who cannot do anything for you at all. And I feel like it took me meeting people who are older and more mature and not necessarily from, like, the same generation or city to see, like, that's how it should be. If you're going to do anything, do it with a purpose. Do it for a reason. And I'm not saying sex shouldn't be intimate and you shouldn't do it with the one that you love but i i have different opinions on love even now even after going through different relationships and talking to different people and <clears throat> being entangled with different niggas like i feel like every relationship should be beneficial it should be mutual i get this from you so i give this you give me that i give you this <clears throat> And I'm not saying, like I said, it doesn't have to be a $1,000 cash, but I'm just saying, why would you mess with somebody who cannot do anything for you? That's why I like a purposeful hoe. It's a lot of girls that I hear about who are like, oh, she's a hoe this, she's a hoe that. You feel me? But like each time she gives a new nigga, he's better than the last. That's the point. If you're with a nigga who cannot do anything for you, you shouldn't be with him to begin with. He shouldn't even be worried about a relationship. Honest to God, when I am dead broke, I can't even get horny. So why is he getting horny? Like, come on now. Like, back in the day, my daddy used to tell me, like, his dad would tell him, you don't got no job, you don't need no bitch. You feel me? You don't need no bitch. You don't. And that's that on that. If you are not set up to, like, fund a relationship, whether that be with time, that be with money, that be with gifts, like, if you're not set up to do that, if you're not set up yourself, you shouldn't be thinking about a relationship. And that's that on that. I had to learn that the hard way. Like, imagine being broke, but still being able to be like, oh, I love my man. So I can't even be in love because I'm stressed because a bill is coming. Every which way that I turn, a bill is coming at me. Every time I turn around, there's a bill. But like, how can I think that and know that all these things are going on in my life, but I'm still worried about love? 
that should be the least of anybody's worries. And I'm just saying it like that. If you can't do it, if you can't do anything for somebody else, you should not be worried about being in love. And that's that on that. I'm sorry. I'm out of the era where I accept broke men. I'm out of the era where I accept men, well, accept men that don't try. I'm out of the era where I accept men who don't have anything going for themselves. And I'm not going to act like I like it. Like, I used to be miserable. I, I mean, I'm, I'm miserable. Imagine me working hard and still laying up with a nigga who cannot alleviate any of my stress. I don't even want to be around friends who can't benefit me. Like, so why would I be around and be in love with someone who can't do the same thing either? Call it what you want. Call it gold digging. Call it, I don't give a fuck. I really don't care. Like, I really don't. But that's just that on that. Like, I feel like we're not as traditional as we used to be with relationships, which is cool. But I'm sorry. Like, if I have a partner, I realize, like, I shouldn't have to struggle with you. I mean, like, I get it if we had, like, a mortgage and, like, say, you know what I mean, you got laid off. Like, that's some grown shit. But, like, I'm not going to struggle with you if I was doing better by myself. I'm not going to struggle with you if I'm not even married with you. Like, I'm not going to do that. It, it makes no sense at all. Why would I struggle with somebody I'm not even, like, legally tied to? I have no legal tie. I could leave today, and I will not receive any repercussions besides you may be calling me from no caller ID. So, why would I struggle with you? I'm not doing that. I'm not. If I wanted to struggle, I'd be by myself. A partner is supposed to... I think what, what I think a partner is, in my opinion, everything that you're bad at, they're good at. All the slack that you have, they can pick up and vice versa. You feel me? So I understand men saying they want to go 50-50. I understand. We're going to talk about that in a different episode because that's a very, a very good topic to talk about. And I cannot stand a 50-50 ass man. I don't have bills right now, so I mean, like, I, I just can't relate, but it's just a principle. Like, I know what I want, and I know what I can give, so it, that's just that on that. Before you bitches come for me, I really don't care. I just feel like relationships, like I said, are supposed to be mutually beneficial. I'm not laying down with no broke man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it no more. I'm not going to say that they don't got the best. Cause, but like, if I like, they do got some good, you feel me? Because they giving you everything they got when they broke. And it be dead. Like, it just be dead. <laughs> oh, my God. that That's just, that's just not the point. <laughs> that's why I said don't be falling for no broke me. Don't let dick make you dumb because broke men have the best dick. They need somewhere to stay. Hello. They're going hard at their tryouts. Hard at their tryouts. You <laughs> They're going hard at their tryouts, y'all, but that's not the point. <laughs> I can't stop laughing at that. I really don't want to get censored on Apple Podcasts, so that's why I'm just, like, trying to keep it cute, but I don't know. If I have no legal ties to you, I'm not struggling with you. When I get married, I'm going to make the man say for richer, for richer, er, 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 because I'm not doing that. I'm not. Like, how is a girl supposed to be in love when all she can ever think about is all the money that she doesn't have? Sorry. And if you are going to mess with somebody that's broke, like, whenever I used to mess with broke bums, I would always keep a nigga on the side who had that money. You feel me? So I kind of got the best of both worlds. Oh, it was so time-consuming. It was actually very stressful. 
But if you're gonna mess with a bum, at least keep somebody in your pocket who will do for you. That's how I feel. But hey. And then, like, just to move on to the next subject, because, like, whatever. Like I said, if you have to fuck to keep your lights on, well, just to close the last one out is what I meant to say. If you have to fuck to keep your lights on, do it, babe. I support you. You're doing it for a reason. This is not fun for you. This is not a hobby. This is not a want. It is a need, okay? And I support bitches who hustle. I really do. You may never get married, but I support you. You feel me? I support you. I shouldn't have said that, because I don't want nobody coming for me, but like, hey, it is what it is. Anyways, talk about the next topic. It's whole culture in general. Like, I was talking about, when we were talking about young hoes, I think the whole agenda is being pushed more and more. I think everybody wants to be a baby mama, everybody wants to be a city girl, everybody wants to be somebody that they're genuinely not. I just don't, I just don't agree with it. If I could go back in time, I would change a lot of things, and I think... How I carry myself is very different. I mean, it's no secret that women who are more modest, a little bit more traditional, they tend to get snatched up faster. You know what I mean? And it's not to say that they don't get cheated on either. Be whoever you want to be. If you genuinely want to be, oh, and that's what genuinely makes you happy whenever you look at yourself in the mirror after he's left and went back home to his woman and you're there by yourself looking for shady posts to post on Facebook. You know what I mean? Shading the wife. If that's what makes you happy, by all means do it. But I know it never made me happy. I think I got so much karma because I used to tell people niggas. You feel me? And I'll never be the other woman to anybody. Ever. Ever again in my life. Ever. People think taking somebody nigga is an accomplishment. Rob a bank, bitch. Pull that off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because uh, the nigga is just not enough. It's just not enough. And they don't even to be took for real. If anything, they'll probably cut you off if that bitch find out. Like, that is terrible. You bitches are slow. You bitches are slow as fuck. I'm not going to keep acting like y'all not slow. Coming from somebody who's been the side bitch, the main bitch, all of that, you bitches are slow. And I'm tired of acting like y'all aren't slow. It's some slow ass shit that y'all got going on. And I hate that for y'all because why the fuck are y'all acting like that? Taking a nigga is not an accolade. You fucked him. You got fucked. He went home with his bitch. Probably bought her all types of shit to make up for it. You feel me? And you're there with the wet ass. Having to make sure that you text him whenever she sleep. You feel me? Like, come on. Do not be the woman a man texts back while he's in the bathroom. While his bitch is in the store, while she's gone, running errands, or at her corporate baddie job, just don't do it. Don't fucking do it. I don't. I don't give a fuck. You bitches want to be side so bad, and I'm so sick of that. Like in my city, I already see who the next generation of side bitches are, and I'm tired of y'all. I'm so tired of it. Hella tired. I took a little break from recording, and I forgot. <laughs> I forgot where I was at, but. Yeah, like, I don't know. Talking about side bitches, I think that's what I was doing. Honestly, never be a side bitch. I don't think it pays off in the long run. And that's just that on that. Other than that, just talking about hoism in general. As a retired whore, I will tell you guys, I learned the hard way. And it's not like anything significant or, like, tragic happening. But I just learned after doing a lot of inner work and a lot of growing up 
that I don't have to let everybody I talk to meet my coochie. I don't have to have one night stands. I don't have to do a lot of stuff. I just remember how lonely I used to feel even after I would do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I used to always be the one who's like, oh, like they always come back. This coochie is good. Like, but I feel like if your coochie is phenomenal, you would have a lot more to show for it. Not just to be able to say you fucked the man. I, like I said, I don't bash hoes. I don't judge anybody. But I'm on my own journey, which might look a lot different from everybody else's. You feel me? And I just, I'm no longer interested in partaking in whole culture. I'm, no, I'm just no longer interested. It's not, like I said, it's not that something significant happened. It's just like, I did my own inner work and I realized I wasn't being fulfilled. I realized I had to work on a lot of trauma that I was holding onto growing up that made me crave male validation and male attention. And I feel like once I started to work on that, I started to see that sex is a lot deeper than what we like to make it out to be. I mean, if you're doing it raw, essentially you're trusting somebody with your life. You don't know what this person has. If you do it raw, you could also have a baby. And like, let's say it is a one night stand. Let's say you barely know who it is. Like now you're stuck with a baby with an unknown father and then you're breaking down your chance to have a real family before it even starts. I just, being a hoe, I was just so focused on just attention 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 and of course anybody who's giving up coochie easily is going to get attention of course anybody who's portraying themselves a certain way online or in real life is going to get attention easily like you're easy at the end of the day and i just didn't want to be an easy bake oven anymore you know what i mean i hold myself to a higher esteem and i'm not saying that a man has to work for it. i'm not saying that he has to pay for it but i just realized sex is just deeper like I just I just take it a lot more seriously like I don't want to have multiple sex partners okay like I don't want to be a baby mama even though I am a baby mama who started the baby mama club podcast you feel me but like it took me going through all of that to see what I really wanted and truly wanted and that was just attention I felt like growing up I lacked attention in my home from my parents um I felt like I had a lot of abandonment issues that I had to work on. And of course, if you're fucking inconsistently always willing to stick some dick up, like you're going to get attention. They're always going to stay around. You're fun. But I don't want to be fun. I, I want to be taken serious and I want to take myself serious. Like I said, how I felt was just like it was fun in the moment and it was maybe fun to even talk about. But I would still feel like this emptiness, like, wow, like I thought this is what I needed to feel whole and instead i just feel like a piece of shit i just feel like i added a body on for no reason i felt like i did that for no reason like i didn't get any pure satisfaction out of that and i feel like like i said through deep inner work a lot of hoes could get to the root of their hoism there are some people in different situations who genuinely have to use sex work to get by in life or feel like they have no other way than to do that. And like I said, I don't judge you guys. You guys are honestly my favorite type of hoes. But me personally, I was hoeing without a purpose. Then I felt like I had a purpose because I was hoeing with niggas who was doing stuff for me. But in reality, I still felt the same with all of them. 
my good friend, like the one who I was speaking about earlier, she to me embodies what a true woman is. Okay, she doesn't entertain men who doesn't have anything going for themselves. She really doesn't even take men seriously. Like, I mean, at our young age, a lot of men don't have their lives figured out. If you're a woman who wants to get married and you know what you want, you want the house, you want the kids, you want the lifestyle. A lot of the times, like, you know what I mean? You might have to turn to an older man because they're already established. Men our age are going through exactly what we're going through, but they're doing it in male font. You feel me? But I just feel like being selective makes you more high demand if that makes sense like you feel me i'm not the leader but follow my lead you get what i'm saying <laughs> i just feel like when you're rare everybody wants you you feel me you don't have to pop out on every scene you get what i'm saying you don't have to let every nigga you talk to get some of that cootie cat keep her put up we know it's good you can tell us it's good you know what i mean we i believe you i believe you trust me i believe you You feel me but i just feel like it's just more to it it's just more to it it's not as meaningless as it was to me whenever i first started my sex journey or i just i just wish that i would have taken it a little bit more seriously i think it would have saved me from a lot of pain it would save me from unloading more trauma onto myself that I have to work through and navigate through and try to fix now that I'm 20 and trying to get my life together and trying to find out who I really am and at first I used to think like I'm just a sexual being like I'm just that but it's not that it was just a response to the trauma that I had went through and I can only blame it for so long I can only blame what I went through for so so long because now it's up to me to fix that narrative. It's up for me. It's up to me to change what I do, how I act, how I'm perceived. And it's not even really about how I perceive. Like, how do I perceive myself? Like, how do I look at myself? I used to have very low self-esteem. I used to, you know what I mean? Like, if you're if you're a big girl, I used to have a fat bitch mentality where I feel like I need to set this thing up to do this. Da, da, da. I had like... But now, like, I hold myself to a higher standard. I only entertain certain things, certain people, certain situations, certain friends. I felt like I was hoeing for all the wrong reasons. No matter how much game I used to spit, how much I used to, like, reap from it, what benefits, I, I don't care. It just, it's not the lifestyle for me. I don't want it to be the lifestyle for young women. I want them to see what else is out there. And like I said, the only people who get a pass in my eyes are the people who do it to keep them lights on, to keep that rent paid, to keep that baby in some clothes, who are actually upgrading their life. And I'm not talking about, like, just lights. I'm talking about, you know, we're seeing you in Mercedes Benzes. We're seeing you in penthouses. We're seeing, like, if you are going to use that, make sure you use it to the highest of your ability. And if you're still not where you want to be after being a hoe, you need to stop hoeing. Why hoe when niggas you can't even call on if you have a flat tire, babe? It can't be that good, right? He busy. He busy when the tire flat. So it can't be that good. You know what I mean? We get it. We get it. But like I said, we're in an era where like we have more access to everything everybody is doing everywhere. So we're seeing it pushed a lot more. It was still being pushed back then in music. 
but we have more access to it because we all have cell phones we're all recording what we're doing we're not really being private about our lives anymore we're all open books and we all turn to social media to be an open book and i feel like that's where the fuck up is like i said hoeing is a long there's a long history of hoeing even ancient greece they was having orgies and sex parties and you know what i mean there was uh pimp houses and all types of shit you feel me brothels but I'm just saying, like, I feel like a lot of those bitches in the brothels was doing it because they had nothing else to do. That's all that they were taught. I don't care what I was taught. It's my, it's, I don't care what I was taught and what I have learned. It is up to me to decide how my life is going to go. And as important as sex is to me now and how serious I take it now. I'm not going to let my life be defined by sex any longer. I'm not going to get on social media and tell y'all who I fucked and what I did and da 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 I'm not going to portray myself a certain way. I'm a mother, so it's different for me. You feel me? So I just think about it very differently. But I'm not going to be who I was, and I don't care. Like, I don't want to be all loose and wild and... I can't afford to do that having a kid. I can't afford to add anything onto my life that wasn't already given to me. I can't. And I feel like sex does a lot of that. It will have you fucked up with some of all of the wrong people. We we as women, we're very emotional people. We get blinded by dick. We get blinded by, you feel me? Like, if that nigga can make us know why we have sex, we now associate them with climax. You know what I mean? And, and then becomes like addicting you know what i mean this is all scientific you can all go like research what i'm saying but i'm just breaking it down to terms that i understand you feel me we associate them with that feeling of having a climax so we keep going back and back and back and we end up getting fucked up with they ass like you know what i mean women are emotional creatures men are like people who are more about actions they don't really give a goddamn they don't give a hoot or a holler you feel me but we as women do because of the feelings that we get whenever we do it and that's fine but like i said the only hoes who get a pass in my book are bitches who hoe with a purpose that's that on that and i'm not saying that you guys shouldn't go and experience having sex with a plethora of people i'm not telling you to be modest or traditional and to wear a skirt that goes down to your knees your life is your decision i'm just telling y'all my experience and what i think now so like i said if it doesn't apply let it fly you know what i mean like i said if you at the end of the day are genuinely happy with hoeing it puts a smile on your face it satisfies you you have no regrets no doubts no second thoughts keep doing it do whatever makes you happy that's so that's it that's all the whole point of this podcast is to talk to you guys about my experience and what i've done what i've been through and where i want to go that's that on that and i forgot i like literally you know what the fucked up part about all this is i literally wrote out what i was going to talk about but i'm already hitting almost 40 minutes right now and once again i'm at work so i'm really like i don't know I'm kind of tired of talking. Like, I I don't know. Like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. So, we're just going to go ahead and close this bitch all the way the fuck out. If you're a side bitch, do better. If you're a young hoe, put some clothes on. Stay off the fences. If you're a hoe who was doing it for a reason, good job. And I hope you get that Bentley. Um, If you're a hoe with childhood trauma, see a therapist. Get on some medication talk to somebody close to you you are not alone you can always contact me boy 
You feel me? And if you're a hoe that's just happy being a hoe, well, have a wholesome life. You feel me? Yeah, I just don't know what else to say. If you're a hoe that's happy with being a hoe, genuinely, from the bottom of your heart to the top of your cootie cat, happy hoeing, bitch. Don't forget to follow me on all social media handles at Family Mama Lee with either two eyes or three. Um, I don't know when the next time I'll drop an episode is. I'm coming up on final exam week, closing out my first degree, you feel me? So, wish me luck on that. If you're praying for my downfall, don't say a bitch-ass thing. Um, but, yeah, just let me know what you guys think. It's going to be available on Apple Podcasts and Podcastle, but I don't know where else I'll post it. I don't know. I don't fucking know. We'll try Audible. Because I've been on Audible real bad lately. You know this is not sponsored, but I'm on Audible real bad lately. I love listening to Audible when I'm at the gym, when I'm in the car. You feel me? So, like, if you bitches don't have shit else to do, like, download Audible and listen to to some self-help books. There's a lot of self-help books that even about this topic that I'm talking about today that I have been listening to that has changed my life, even in the short amount of time it took for me to listen to it. Like I said, this podcast is for the baby mamas, it's for the bitches, it's for the niggas, it's for the thems, it's for the days, it's for the everybody. You feel me? But yeah, that's that on that. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. How should I close this out? I don't know. I don't know. Bye, bitches. I'll talk to y'all later, I guess.